This is a Rooster Teeth production. everyone and welcome to another episode of Annual Pass. This is the podcast where we talk about all things theme park, shows, rides, attractions, entertainment, races, like where you run, and anything else I can think off the top of my head. I am your host Jack Patillo and of course joining me as always is my lovely, talented, and beautiful and not so athletic co-host Jeff Ramsey. Hi Jeffrey. I'm super athletic. Hello Jack. How's it going? Good to see you. It's- Allow me to insult you a, a little bit. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I, you know, well, you do. You, you've, you've. No, you look pretty good. Oh, thank you very much. I got nothing negative to say. Uh, well, you know, I'm sure you do. It, I, I would have to make it up, and then it wouldn't be true. Oh, well, uh, you know, you did say you would run the 5K with me next year. So. Yeah, that's if you. That's well, if, you that, said you said if Ben would do it, then Ben gave a thumbs up. So I mean, already you're in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Annual Pass. I see so much stuff in between me and this camera in front of me. I hope we're not catching any of it. But anyway, speaking of that, you can watch us over on YouTube, youtube.com slash annual pass. We got more content coming soon. Jeff, I bought something for us for uh, for us to build together. I'm very, very excited. What did you buy? So I was in Florida this past weekend. I just did the the Disney, the Princess Half Marathon. That's what today's episode. about. Yeah, we'll about. get to it. Uh, while I was there, uh, I went I went to Epcot, and I was just wandering around, and I found um, they're doing, like, this kind of collection stuff where they're bringing back a bunch of old classic stuff because yeah. it's the, you know, the 50th anniversary, or the 50th anniversary of Magic Kingdom. And I found a park map puzzle. It's a, oh. It's a thousand pieces. It's a square, but it's the original Magic Kingdom park map as a puzzle. Is it the park map that's got the grounded edges? No, it's oh, like because I've done that one. No, no, no. It's it's a straight up just a square map. And oh, I, let's and do I, it. I bought it and I totally meant to bring it today, and I forgot it's sitting on the counter next to my door. Well, I, let me tell you, I was just doing a little bit of reading yesterday, and what? I got very excited about something I read about <gasps> that I think would be good for us. However. After I got excited about it, I realized it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with annual pass. It's it's a tenuous. Uh, <laughs> Is it just link. A, J- a Jeff and Jack thing that well, we would like? Or here's the deal. You know, we've talked about how we're going to do uh, outside of uh, the nuts and bolts of the podcast. Yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah. do some live streams. We're going to do some video, some pre-recorded videos, yeah, stuff we do uh, at parks vods, and things. We call them in the, in the video industry, on demand to use the vernacular. Uh, of our industry, mm-hmm. and doing stuff like putting together puzzles yeah. that are theme park related, and Lego sets, and Legos well. that are theme park related. Mm-hmm. I would like to get the ball rolling on that. Okay, yesterday, yes. so that we can establish that we are a theme park podcast that also does puzzles related to theme parks and puts we're, uh, we're Legos th- together related to theme parks because we're a theme park brand. We're Jeff. a theme park brand because. Once we establish and cement those tent poles in our mm-hmm. in our uh, brand, then Jack, then I can have a spin off uh, into putting together the Golden Girls Lego set that exists <laughs> that I found out about that I'm very excited about. Thank a- you about. for being a friend, Jeff. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and so I was like, I got to get that tomorrow so we can put it together at annual pass. And then I thought, well, Golden Girls don't really have anything to do with theme parks. Think about it. Epcot. It's like the World Showcase. Travel around the world and back again. Your and heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Boom. And, and, and now that I think about it. <laughs> now that we've lost all the kids listening. <laughs> now that we've lost all the kids listening, which by the way, kids, you're never going to do it. Never in a million years are you going to do it. So I realize I'm, 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 I'm preaching to deaf ears or disinterested ears. Uh-huh. But if you were to go back onto Hulu or Netflix or whatever streaming service you have that has it and watch any episode of The Golden Girls, mm-hmm. you would go... I didn't know TV was that good in the past. So good. And then if you were to do that, which you won't, I would challenge you to watch any episode of Cheers. Those are two of the best shows ever made, and I still watch them regularly, still hold up in 2022 as well as they did in the 80s. And uh, they're just, they're timeless classics. They are very well written, very clever, very funny, still funny. Golden Girls lived in Florida. They did. And there's also, our, there's ma- our connection. Uh, no, there's our connection. Our, our other connection. Even another more solid connection, Jeff. When they opened Disney MGM Studios uh, back in 1989, they had residential streets. And on residential street was the Golden Girl house. Perfect. Boom. All right. So I'm going to buy this. Uh, I'm going to find <laughs> out where and how to buy this Golden Girls Legos. And then, uh, uh, well, speaking of buying stuff, don't forget you can also grab annual pass shirts. Uh, we have the brand new shirts up in the store right now, store.roosteeth.com. We also have our pin set, the starter pin set, which apparently is selling like hotcakes. People are loving this thing. There's a few left. So please go grab one and I'll wear it around the parks. I've seen people already sending me photos of them wearing the lanyards, which is awesome. Makes me really happy. We're going to be releasing a lot of pins this year. 
let me get a, another brief thing out of the way. Go I'm ahead. very excited about the pins, by the okay, way. Okay, absolutely. Super, super This excited. is going to be a very chill episode. This is kind yeah. of me recapping, so we got plenty of time. The meat of this episode is going to be you doing half the work you did in January. <laughs> all right. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about your lazy, okay. your lazy weekend, all right, all right. Uh, putting in a 50% effort mm-hmm. on the thing. Uh, but while you were in, uh, while you were in Florida, uh-huh. r- uh, r- running, yes, and uh, and then walking, and then running, and then walking, and then running, no, almost all running, almost all running, and uh, you and, and and spending time with you sent me photos, incredibly supportive, awesome, Dude. awesome pass holders, yes, yes, uh, who came out to, well, we'll to also run, well. but to support you as well. I was also working for the company this weekend. Uh, I was in Las Vegas doing a convention with mm-hmm. with Gus and some of the other people from the company called Level Up Convention, uh, which is like an anime convention. Yeah, yeah. there's a, the, the typical kind of fair that we we have a, we have a few we of us that to. go out to those. Things, go to yeah. anime conventions, comic book conventions, video game conventions. Uh, that's kind of like our that's that's it's where the audience is, right? Uh, I talked to so many pass holders. Really? I would say, you know, I do another podcast that we can't say. Yeah, it's not, yeah. Uh, we can't more, say it's more adult themed. More adult themed. Can't even say the name on this podcast. Uh, I had just as many, if not more, people come up to me and tell me how much they loved Annual Pass Aww. and to say hi to you than did the other podcast. And I gave my very first annual pass t-shirt high five Aww. i realized somebody came up in an, in an ap shirt and i realized i had a, a hoodie on and under it was one of my annual pass shirts Aww. so we gave each other a huge high five it was <laughs> it was awesome i think i texted you immediately yeah, and you i did. was just like i gave you my first i gave my first high five but yeah it was everybody in vegas was lovely and wonderful they missed you they wanted to see you and they all love annual pass all right well i gotta get on those i gotta get in that train how do i you sign me up to do those things I'll, yeah, yeah I'm absolutely and in, i i floated your name this weekend. not only that but in vegas they have roller coasters that we could have gone on and made content on, Jeff. I know. Gus told me about a story about how he and Bernie, the other guy we started the company with, uh-huh. Gus, Bernie, Matt, and I, uh, years and years, uh, 112 years ago, <laughs> I guess the first trip they took to Vegas together, which was during the early days of Rooster Teeth, Bernie was like, we've got to go to the top of the stratosphere and ride that roller coaster. And oh, Gus said, no. yeah, okay. So he, they went all the way to the top. They sat down. He said, uh, they were like buckling in. Bernie looked at Gus and said, I can't do this. I'm scared of heights and made them get off. And so Gus has never ridden it. Oh, and my gosh. I, so I, I would love to check it out. Well, now. for what it's worth, that coaster is actually gone now. Like the one oh, that, really? the one that went on the outside of it. Yeah, uh, they do. Have a, they do have a couple of the stratosphere. That's the if you know, uh, like the Seattle Space Needle, that's what the stratosphere yeah. looks like is the big tall tower. They do have one of the free fall coasters that launches you up kind of like the Doctor Doom thing we did in Orlando. Okay. They have one of those at the top. So imagine on top of a giant tower going <laughs> up one of those. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then but there's also the uh, the the high roller, which is a, a a giant Ferris wheel, we could yeah. go on that. We could do an episode on on the high roller because it takes like forty five minutes to go all the way around. Uh, we could just record. We could hit start and start recording and do a whole episode while we why, go around. Here's why we should do that. Yeah, because that is the only way you're going to distract me in that forty five minutes <laughs> from losing my mind. <laughs> Ferris wheels became very scary to me at some point in my old age. Millie and I went on that one in Chicago. Yeah, at Navy Pier over the summer, and I was. Horrifying. Oh man, we could do a whole like we we could do a Ferris wheel run where we do you know the high roller. We could do the Orlando Eye. We could do we go up to Chicago <laughs> and do that one. We could go to the one we get a London Eye. Do the one in London across I, from Big Ben. Oh, dude. Speaking of, I think you and I might. I, I'm not trying to give anything away, but there is a potential that we might end up in England this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing some stuff like, like soon, sooner rather well, than later. Let's not, we'll, let's not throw we'll dates. We'll around. see. Uh, and I don't think it was London, but in another part of England. Yeah. However, you know, I mean, England is so small. It's like basically Austin to Florida. It's true. I drove all of England in seven hours with Gavin. So it's <laughs> yeah. re- really simple. So anyway, all right. Uh, that's that's a lot. A lot of what did I do? This stuff. Oh yeah, follow us on social media. Annual underscore pass on Twitter and on Instagram as well. But no, seriously, it is awesome that you guys are buying the pins and the shirts. And I saw so many people wearing annual pass merchandise this weekend. It made me happy. At the airport, as we were leaving, uh, my dad pointed. He goes, "Hey, look at that!" And I looked. The guy in front of us had taken off his hat and put it in like the thing to go through security, and it was the annual pass Halloween hat. And I was like, "Perfect!" Oh my gosh! And I, I just I, I went, "Hey, nice hat!" And the guy looked at me and went, "Oh." <laughs> and I was like, hey, I'm man, a, took a photo of them. Super nice guy. I'm going to go ahead and declare it right now. Yeah. Uh, and, and feel free to back me up. I, I would hope you Okay, would. absolutely. I'm going to declare in 2022 mm-hmm. and, and uh, with the potential to reserve all future years, uh, auto renewal. Uh, yeah. if, if, well, if, it's an annual pass. The, so you get yeah, it it's an annual year. pass. Yeah. yeah. The universe would have to, to submit in writing two months before if they don't, if it doesn't want to be renewed. That uh, annual pass merchandise mm-hmm. is the unofficial official 
merchandise of all theme park experiences. If you're going to go to a theme park, mm-hmm. you unofficially officially need to be doing it in some form of annual pass merch, whether it's a pin or a lanyard or a hat mm-hmm. or a t-shirt or one of those uh, ponchos that don't exist. <laughs> got to be if you want to be a f- unofficially official You've got to have annual pass. Yeah, yeah. And, and also spread the word, too. If, if someone sees your annual pass merchandise, and they're like, hey, what is that? Be like, oh, it's a podcast. And uh, that was one thing I noticed, like our first kind of bits of merchandise. It just said annual pass on it, which yeah. I thought was cool. And then I realized no one realizes yeah. it's a show. So that's why if you see all of our new merchandise, it all says podcast on it, which I think looks great. It looks fantastic, by the way. All right. Uh, anyway, Jeff, we got a little bit of news this week again, because it's kind of a, you know, a little bit of a, a more compact little. It's half of a marathon episode. So, right. I figure we can get it, do a little bit more stuff. Um, do you know what opened up this actually uh, two days ago? As a matter of fact, it is wrapping up for the first time ever today as we're recording this March 3rd, 2022. That is something that you and I may eventually go to and check out. Uh, matter of fact, the GM of our company oh, is it the, highly is recommended it, that we should go check this out. Is it the Star Wars hotel experience? The Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser opened up on March 1st for paying guests. Wow. So they, they had influencers and press and media stuff before that, but the first official launch, or I guess, what do you, what do you call it? What is it? What is what a you, cruise? You launch a hotel. The, the cruise? <laughs> I, but if it's in space, is it still a cruise? I don't know. I think so. Anyway, the first official cruise of the Galactic Star Cruiser of the uh, the Halcyon um, is wrapping up today. It's the, the, it started on March 1st, and uh, it's a two-night cruise. Um, I don't know if they do, like, you know, if if this if one ends on the 3rd, the next one begins on the 3rd, or if it's, like, ends on the 3rd, the next one starts on the 4th. I would have to check online. Um, they probably need a day to hose stuff down. <laughs> Just clean it off. Yeah. Um, I will say I've looked at some of the stuff. I've watched some of the videos. Like Tim Tracker did a video on it. Uh, Disney Food Blog did a video on it. Lots of people got to go in there. Not us. I don't know why. But Disney uh, doesn't like you. And now, well, uh, did, You're not running fast I'm, enough. I'm working on it. Well, we have some cool stuff with that, too. Anyway, uh, it looks pretty cool. Actually, it looks a little like, more more intense than I thought it was going to be. Mm. And so, um, and someone described it. I think Disney Food Blog described it as um, you have to think of it as a almost like LARPing. Like it's like it's like basically it's like a game. If you treat it like that, it's a whole different experience because there is there's story elements to it. There's lots of things happening. You literally can't do everything they have available to you on the ship at all. Like if you wanted to. And uh, if if you it's kind of you, you sort of get what you give. So if you buy into it and you're really like super super excited for it, you're gonna have a lot of fun with it. But if you kind of like oh this is dumb, you're not gonna enjoy it as much. So um, I think you and I should go and have an amazing experience on the uh, the Star Cruiser at some point. So maybe this year, maybe we'll get lucky. Maybe we'll get a discount day or something. I'm all about it, buddy. All right. So uh, that one just opened up. Um, also. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, the brand new attraction over at Epcot, getting very close to being done. Um, apparently, the inside, they've been releasing videos from the inside, not the actual on-the-track like um, experience, but the the loading area they've released videos for. The uh, the big uh, the Nova sh- ship out front, the big star ship out in front, it's pretty much done. I got to see it this weekend. I ran past it at one point, and then I took some photos with it. It's really, really cool. It is big. Yeah. That ship is huge, and it looks really, really cool. But uh, they're almost done out there. Like, they're really kind of finishing. Apparently, they're just doing finishing touches on, like, the inside and the outside, and then the walls will come down, and they'll finally be able to reopen that area of Epcot. So that's coming very, very soon. And last but not least, one thing that's uh, a little sad uh, you remember Shrek 4D, Jeff? We did. We yeah, did an it closed. It closed down. It shut you down. You got some glasses though. I did. I did. Alicia from yeah, uh, Alicia uh, from Park Stop. Yeah, she, she hooked hooked me up with some. Uh, the uh, speaking of buying stuff from Shrek, they are selling off massive pieces of the old attraction. So oh. there's videos right now on TikTok of people buying. Uh, you know the magic mirror that popped up at the very beginning. Yeah, there's someone rolling the magic mirror out of the park, Dude. taking it to their car. Apparently, someone bought Pinocchio, like the Pinocchio in sort of the Iron Maiden thing. You was. <laughs> It's weird that they wouldn't hold on to that stuff to repurpose it later, or to, I guess they. I, guess I mean, it's easier to build again than to store. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, honestly, the th- the thing is too is like they have a bunch of stuff. Not only that, um, there were two theaters, there were two pre-shows, two theaters for Shrek 40. Oh, right. So there's two of everything there, man. Um, but yeah, like, what 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 prop would you want to get out of uh, Shrek if you could? Uh, I I would like Shrek. I'll take I don't him. think there was a Shrek in the. Take uh, him. Take the, sh- the, the whole guy. I don't know if there was a Shrek uh, in the actual attraction. I'll take Donkey. Oh, well, Donkey exists. He's over in the. Uh, oh, you know what I want? I want the projector. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just get one of those giant projectors. Yeah. You can project on your uh, ceiling when you're watching basketball and stuff. This is probably the only time I'll ever say this in my life. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
it's a shame we don't live in Florida. Yeah. I, uh, it would have been really cool to go on down there and pick up some set pieces for the podcast. Man, there, there's some there's some neat stuff out there. I mean, I don't know how they're, they're selling them off literally in pieces, so there might yeah. be stuff available. There are whole shops dedicated to like theme park stuff. Yeah. Um, like you can go if you want to like, you know, dress up your house, if you want to buy like a new bed frame or some couches or something, they have stuff from like hotels when they renovate them. So you can go buy like the old Polynesian bed if you want or like some of the artwork from the walls, like because they, they buy those things in mass. So when they change them there's literally hundreds of them who, so you can, go to, you can go to places and buy them who is it that has a bunch of famous celebrity actor that um, has a bunch of disney stuff in their backyard oh i could have told you he has uh he has one of the uh is it uncle jesse or is it robert yeah Evans? that's it john yeah, stamos john, john stamos yeah, yeah. john stamos he has uh collected a lot of stuff there's a whole there's a whole like black market of Disney props and merchandise that mm. you're not allowed, or you're not supposed to be able to buy. Yeah, and uh, I've had, through friends, I've heard of these stories, <laughs> and apparently John Stamos Jack, like Jack knows was those guys. surfing Silk Road over there <laughs> in the dark web looking for oh <laughs> man, illicit Disney stuff. There's a lot of stuff out there. Like uh, I think Buzzy right from uh, um, Wonders of Life. Uh, yeah, he's he kind of vanished, and no one really knows where he went. He, he was really? this little animatronic dude. From a cranium command, he's probably sitting in some mansion next to an illegal Da Vinci. Like literally, it was like a thing where he went, he went missing, and someone went and cut off all of the cables, and he was gone, and Dang. no one, no one officially knows where he went. Then they claim, like they claim, like oh yeah, they got him, but no, he's yeah. he's gone. So it's gone like all the. All the ruby slippers. Oh, man, what should we get? What would we get to, from the show? Magic show? mirror wouldn't be bad. Magic mirror. Be, there's one more somewhere. Um, but he, they even have like those giant, like you know, the the sign, the Farquad signs, like the one looks like Facebook kind of logo. Yeah, let's do that. They have those. Uh, but anyway, we'll figure it out. Well, yeah. If you're in Florida, let us know where we can pick up some stuff for the the set. Eventually, we're getting a new set. If you're watching live, YouTube.com/slash Annual Pass. Uh, we're getting we're building out some kind of prettier set as opposed to these white and blue walls behind us if you're, oh, you if you're watching gonna, us live. You keep talking, I'm going to help out with that. So, uh, but anyway, there, there's a whole lot of things we'd like to do uh, and to make it look a little bit prettier for this set. So if you can think of anything that we should have, like, you know, obviously we're going to put park maps up there. I've got a bunch of props and things that we can uh, we can dress up with. And maybe when we build, like, our Lego set and, like, the puzzles and things, we can put them up there as well. So, um but yeah, so Jeff, what did you do? Jeff, you wrote annual pass in big letters that are probably being cropped out of my shop. <laughs> yeah, but we'll know they're there. Well, uh, we do know those. Also, I would. I'm excited for the first puzzle we put together because yeah. I've never framed. I've never like shellacked and framed oh, the puzzle, really? and I think that'd be fun to. Oh try. yeah, I've totally got that. Like that did, Elmer's glue stuff you smear over the top. I did the TikTok thing the other day. Emily uh, challenged me to do it, where you put a puzzle together and then you like pull it up real fast. Oh yeah, and it all stays together. Oh to- yeah, totally works. Oh yeah, it was really neat. It's just really scary. You just kind of super scary. You can't hesitate. You got to mm. do it, otherwise it's gonna yeah, fall you apart. You got to commit. All right. Well, that's uh, kind of all the stuff I have for news today. Kind of like the sort of wrapping up. But now we're going to jump into the meat of the episode where I would like to talk to you, Jeff, and you, the beautiful pass holders out there. Um, oh, yeah, don't forget to sign up for our Discord. I keep forgetting about our Discord. Our Discord is amazing, and I'll get into why it's amazing here shortly. Um, I want to talk to you guys about the Disney's Princess Half Marathon 2022. Uh, yeah, what's the, what's the word on the street? <laughs> so the half marathon weekend or the the Disney Princess weekend which was the uh it's there are three races over the course of the weekend there's a 5k a 10k and a half marathon. Uh I personally signed up for the half marathon kind of on a whim as I was training for the full marathon back in like November. I was like, "Oh, and then it just opened up a spot and I was like, "Okay, so I bought it and then uh the plan was just to go out and, and run the race and then come back." And that's exactly what I did. I went I went out to Florida on Friday, landed on Friday night. Saturday, spent some time in the uh, the parks with my dad because he came out with me to support me. Sunday, did the race, went back to more parks, and then Monday flew back. Um, so pretty quick trip, but I got some uh, I had some fun times out there, and I did my race, would, and it went well. Would you say you ran like Mulan? I did. I, I ran like Mulan with my arms out, and uh, you know, very very excited looking. There were there were so many people dressed up in cosplay or I guess bounding, bounding for, yeah. for the race. Uh, do you know what the the most the, like the most I saw of everyone of all the of all the different princesses I saw the one who was bounded as the most? Take a wild guess, Jeff. I know you're a big Disney princess fan. Oh man, uh, is this like an obvious answer? That uh, I... I mean, for for anyone out there who knows their Disney princesses, yeah, it's pretty obvious. 
I don't know, Cinderella? No, not Cinderella. It Snow was White? Moana. Moana. Moana, because Moana wears like a kind of a tube top, not a tube top, but like a like a like a crop top type thing. Uh-huh. And so a lot of runners, you know, when you run, you get hot. So you want to wear kind of like, you know, like a lot you see a lot of sports bras or like, you know, shorter yeah. tops. So a lot of women dressed up like that, where oh. they actually, you know, like have their stomach exposed to get more air because it's you get very hot. And it's like, oh, that's super clever. So a lot of people dressed up like Moana. I haven't seen I wasn't though. I haven't seen Moana, but uh oh, she she's the one voiced by the rock right that's it okay <laughs> i want to make sure the rock that, that's, is in that's that the one. movie i'm thinking about yeah okay. yeah and uh cool. jermaine clement's in it as well um you know that was lynn manuel's first disney movie i think mm. like he did some songs for it hey guys let me take one minute here to uh, tell you about our sponsor today on annual pass and that is rtx the best convention in the world not only that there's a podcast festival happening during RTX. I don't know why I said happening like that. Happening during RTX 2022. Uh, you like podcasts. I'm reading copy now. So, you know, this, is, this isn't me talking. This is this is me reading copy now. You like podcasts. Did you know that there's a podcast festival at RTX Austin this year? Podcasts of all kinds will be going to Austin, Texas, July 1st through 3rd to do live recordings of their shows. And you could be there. That's right. You listening and or watching right now. Could go to the podcast festival annual pass is going to be there I'm just going to say if you ever wanted to see us record live that's going to be a place to do it uh add some funds to your summer plans come to your favorite podcast in person and discover new favorites at rtx austin rtx austin takes the best in podcasting gaming and animation and brings it all into austin texas for one unforgettable weekend rtx is like the best time ever you should absolutely go if you haven't ever done it before step into the exhibit hall let me okay join me with you join me with you that doesn't make sense join me now as we step into the exhibit Je jeff's not here jeff we're going to the exhibit exhibition hall we'll see stuff he's not he's not responding as much but that's okay step into the exhibit hall and be transported to another world filled with cosplayers live gaming indie artists and more. That's right. Some amazing artwork. I love going down the, the indie artist lane and finding cool stuff. Maybe even like a nice candle, too. Just saying. It's, it's always good times. Of course, health and safety is our number one priority. This is the important stuff right here. Masks will be required during the event, and we will follow city guidelines as well. If you're unable to, to attend, <clears throat> if you're unable to attend due to COVID, we will work with you to postpone your badge for the following year or request a refund. So we're being very careful about that. So please, you know, uh, the, our, you know, our safety and your safety is our number one priority for this whole thing. You know, we want everyone to have a good time. Now, if you go to bit.ly slash RTX Austin 22, all lowercase bit.ly slash RTX Austin 22 numbers two two to grab your badge for RTX Austin and get ready for a weekend filled with the best of podcasting, gaming and animation. That's bit.ly slash RTX Austin 22. <laughs> That's bit.ly slash RTX Austin 22 to get your badge today. See you in Austin, July 1st through 3rd. You can always stay the 4th too and see fireworks. That's always fun or you know go like i don't know something something peaceful and relaxing i don't know if ellie's gonna be here she's been walking back and forth across my desk this whole time but rtx austin is gonna be a lot of fun annual pass is gonna be there it's gonna be our first in-person rtx that annual pass will be represented at so you can come out and say hi we'll be doing something fun on stage maybe we'll get some guests who knows it's gonna be lots of fun, but check it out if you if you feel up to it. If you want to come to Austin, a beautiful city in the middle of summer, maybe go for a run. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But come on down. So that's gonna be it for our sponsor this week. Again, thank you very much, RTX Austin, for sponsoring Annual Pass. Let's get back to the show. What? Let's just try that one more time. Take it back to the top. Let's get back to the show. Much better. Yeah, and so, but it was it was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. Um, should I? How should I do it? Should I talk about the race first? Should I talk about the weekend leading into the race? What, I, what do you, you got? You got about thirty minutes. Go crazy. All right, whatever, so, whatever you want to talk. So about. landed on Friday, and then uh, then Saturday morning, I was like, hey, we had a, you know, I went to the the expo. They have a running expo where you go pick up your bib. So I got my bib right here. I was seventy two thirty two was my number. Um, and then S four that means that starting group four. Oh, so you went down to four. You were six uh, yeah. last time, so, right? Yeah, I, I was. I was the very last group last time. Yeah. And for this one, they only had five starting groups, but I was still four, so I was ahead. I wasn't in the very last group this time, which was nice, super convenient. So, uh, 
how was the attendance compared to the first one? Are there less people on this weekend? There, than- there are fewer people. So, um, so from what I understand, for the half marathon in twenty. 20- 20, I think, was the last time they ran it like in person. They had about 20,000 runners. This year, they had about 12,000. So okay. it was significantly dropped down. And for the marathon weekend, there were even more. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this one, it dipped down a little bit. It's still very, very busy. Uh, a lot of people, their first races, um, which is, you know, awesome as well. And so... Did you run into anybody that you ran with uh, in January? Uh, I or, don't... I'm or sure, recognize anybody? No, I didn't yeah. recognize anyone. But I, I'm sure there were people there that had done both. I mean, there are people that do every Disney race. Sure, sure. Um, but I did bump into a lot of pass holders, which yeah. made me very, very happy. So since uh, since the marathon kind of kicked off, we've had this sort of sort of like out- outcropping on the Discord server. We have a running group on the Discord server, which we've talked about in the past, but that has become so like positive and full of amazing people. And it makes me very, very happy. And there were two people in there. There was Ginny and Kimmy, who were both going to be running the half marathon. And it turned out, like, hey, we should all meet up. So before the race, we actually met up for the first time ever and said hi, took some photos and stuff. And they were super great. I think Ginny was in group two, Kimmy was in group three, I was in group four. And so we all kind of split up and whatnot. Now, those group numbers, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying, I'm going off memory. Uh, That's not an indictment on your ability or anything. It's just random or when you chose to sign up. Yeah, it's kind of when, like, so when you sign up, you say sort of uh, when you think you'll finish, like, how fast you think you'll mm. finish the race in and they kind of push the people that are going to be running faster closer to the front just because there's a lot of people there sure. and if you're running fast and there's a lot of people in your way you could be you know yeah. it could be dangerous yeah and so they want to put kind of slower people in the back and faster people to the front so any of the group one people are your elite runners like those are the people who are doing it in crazy crazy times um so like group four this is, this is a perfect group for me like this was you know people were moving about my pace wasn't super packed and it made me comfortable that I knew um, I wasn't going to be swept at any point. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was yeah. comfortable that I'm like I'm not. I don't have to worry about the balloon ladies this year. At did all. you see the balloon ladies? I did not actually. Yeah, wow, nice. <laughs> so well, there wasn't as much loot back this time. Um, whereas, like you know, I, I saw them during the marathon in Animal Kingdom because you literally do a loop around Animal Kingdom, about a three mile loop, and I saw them as I was leaving there. Um, but uh, yeah, so then on Saturday went to the, the expo, got my got my bib, got my shirts, check out my sweet bright neon green corksicle. Yeah, corksicle was the sponsor. I don't know what that is. It's a water bottle company. Oh, okay. and they're based in Orlando actually. And I so I, I, uh, it, okay. Yeah, there's, a like, bu- there's a bunch of lame jokes you could make there, but I'm not going to make any of them. <laughs> kind of like Yeti, basically. Except gotcha, it's, gotcha. it's you know it's based in it's based out of Orlando. Um, so and then from there, my dad and I were like, hey, let's go to the park. And so I I've got my annual pass, so I made a reservation for Hollywood Studios forever ago. We drove to Hollywood Studios. It was maybe 10 a.m. in the morning, super early. We got there and uh, we're like, oh, let's go. You know, buy dad a ticket. So we go to the counter. And they're like, oh, we're full for the day. Our reservations are full for the day. And it's like, oh, that sucks. Okay. And like, they're like, well, we, we still have reservations available for Epcot because you have to make a reservation now to go to a park. Okay. And so I was like, all right, cool. Well, if we can get him an Epcot reservation, uh, can you transfer my reservation from Hollywood Studios over to Epcot? And she's like, yeah, I think we should be able to do that. And she's like, dude, dude, um, it's showing his annual pass, people. You can't make a reservation at Epcot today. And I'm like... I, I'm, we're literally about to hand you money right now, and you're, if all you got to do is just make it where I can get in with my dad to the other park. Otherwise, we're not doing it. And she's like, I can't do anything. So like, all right. So we walked away from Disney, which was sad because I wanted to go to Disney. And uh, yeah, but we literally couldn't get into the park together, at least not until like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And huh. so it was, it was pretty lame. And I understand that the reservation system and whatnot, but it was kind of one of those things where it's like, I, we're literally about to hand you money. We know there's available spots there. I just want to take one of the available spots, and they won't let me do it because I'm an annual pass holder. Because um, the annual- So if you had not told them about your annual pass holdings, would you have just been able to buy a ticket? Um, I mean, I could have bought myself a ticket, but that I mean, I have an annual pass. That's the yeah, whole point. So but, the point? Yeah. yeah, so it's like we could have bought two tickets to Epcot and gotten in. But uh, anyway, which was super frustrating, which, you know, I, I know right now a lot of annual pass holders are actually complaining about stuff like that because the the annual pass pool for reservations is different from the ticket holder reservations as I encountered firsthand. And uh, and it feels like they are doing everything in their power to upset pass or annual pass holders. So you just buy yeah. Let's di- let's distinguish them from uh, podcast pass holders. Yeah. we we've done nothing to the system. <laughs> I don't want to be t- painted with that stink. Yeah, and so uh, a little frustrated, but I was like, hum, like what do you want to do today? And we were going to Universal on Sunday. We had tickets for Universal on Sunday, so we were set there. So I was like, well, what do you want to do? And I was I was thinking about it, and I'm like, hey do you want to go to Cape Canaveral and go see NASA? And I've got a friend out there and my dad's like, okay. 
So we ended up hopping in the car and we drove out to Cape Canaveral and go went and visited the Kennedy Space Center. Oh, is that your first time there? No, I've been there a few times. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it was the first time my dad had been there since like the early '90s, though. So yeah. that was kind of cool. So I've got a buddy who works out at SpaceX. So I met out. I met him out in uh, Titusville. Had lunch with him. And then uh, from there, we went over to the Kennedy Space Center and walked around and saw the Atlantis shuttle, which is really, really cool. And, um, yeah, it, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful place. We haven't really talked about kind of – it's you know, that's a theme park kind yeah. of. I, um, I went there a lot for uh, field trips when I was a kid in Florida. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really cool. But uh, my, my SpaceX buddy, he was telling me that uh, literally in two weeks, they're opening a brand new, like, uh, attraction, which has a SpaceX rocket in it. Which oh. I, but it's not open yet, so it's like, oh man, like yeah, it's it's a sidecore from one of Falcon Heavies, uh, so but it was kind of cool. Got to walk around, and we also didn't want to spend out to spend too much time because we had to wake up super early the next morning to go to the race. So ended up staying out there till about five, then drove back to Orlando. What'd you eat for dinner? Uh, that night I went to Olive Garden. So yeah, got to get the spaghetti. Got to get those mm. carbs, carbo load. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, I was on my phone watching uh, Austin FC's first uh, home opener. Well, while I was eating my spaghetti in Austin <laughs> FC, we crushed go over a day. Five to nothing, right? Five nothing, five yeah. nil. Um, and so anyway, then I went to bed, tried to go to sleep, and uh, of course failed miserably because like I laid down in bed about eight o'clock and I just could not sleep. I and then we had to be up at two a.m. in the morning because uh, we had to, there's a whole other thing with that. But I just laid there in bed and I think I got maybe an hour and a half of sleep. You should have got your dad to yell at you. Go to bed, Jack. <laughs> that would have worked on me. So I uh, woke up, you know, I find my alarm went off at 2 a.m. And I finally just rolled out of bed, got ready and everything. And then my dad and I, he came with me because this was a little different for the half marathon. We had to go park over at Hollywood Studios and then take a bus to Epcot, Ooh. which was it was rough uh, because, you know, we had to park and then walk like a mile to get to the buses, got on the bus and then uh, got to Epcot and then walked like another mile to get to the uh, the sort of starting area. And uh, as opposed to like the half marathon or the marathon, I just parked at Epcot and walked to the start. That was it. Mm. I didn't have to worry about all that other stuff. But I don't know what was going on at Epcot that they they couldn't allow us to park in that lot that day. I don't know what it was exactly. I don't know if they had popcorn buckets or something available, but they just mm. wouldn't let people park there. And that actually caused some trouble at the beginning. They actually ended up delaying the start by almost half an hour because really? people were late coming over because everyone had to take those buses. So spectators, uh, runners, everyone had to take those buses. So they ended up having to like go through a whole bunch of buses, and they didn't want to start with a lot of people who hadn't made it over yet. So they, they pushed back the start, which – Makes sense, but it was also super frustrating because a lot of people, like, you get ready, kind of psych yourself up to start at a certain time. And it's like, all right, wait another half hour. And not only that, it was going to get hot in Florida. So it's like the the longer you wait to start, the hotter it's going to be by the time you finish. So that was disappointing for me. But, um, but yeah, so ultimately... Made it over to Epcot, made it to the starting area, and I met Ginny and Kimmy and uh, for the first time ever, which was cool. So my other annual pass holder friends uh, who were also racing the race. And then while I was kind of wandering around there, I ended up bumping into like three other pass holders that were also running. And I'm like, sign up for the Discord. We should jump in. Like we had a big yeah, group yeah. of us. And uh, and so I, I had time to kill before the race started, and uh, I was they have a bunch of porta potty, so I was using the restroom, and and, and uh, they have like this pre show going on where they've got screens everywhere, they have hosts talking and stuff. And so I, I'm, you know, I'm using the restroom. All of a sudden here, I hear this, like they're interviewing someone. This guy's like, yeah, uh, I just want to, I, I, I heard uh, Jack Patillo's out here. So I want to give a shout out to Jack Patillo. This guy's like, oh, hey, Jack Patillo, good job. And it's like, what? And uh, yeah, so it turns out there was an annual pass holder who was, uh, who was like being interviewed because he was in a full uh, Winnie the Pooh onesie. And so they were talking to him and he gave me a shout out in front of 20,000 people. Oh, so it was you and not a different Jack Patillo. No, it was me specifically. Uh, you're sure. Yeah. And because okay. I, uh, we tracked the guy down and he's honest. now joined the Discord. And so he uploaded a video of him doing it. So it's like, holy crap, what are the odds of that? That's very. So that's he very made cool. it about halfway before he had to take off the onesie because he said it was way too hot. Yeah, it, was, it was like right. a, a big Winnie the Pooh onesie. So that was super cool. And then, um, but uh, yeah, I was in the starting area and they started finally releasing people. And uh, and then as I was going up to the front, I hear this, hey, hey, Jack. And I was like, oh. and I looked over and it was another annual pass holder that I was like standing side by side that as we were going to the start. It was him and his, and his partner. And they had been there. It was like their, her first race and his first race. And we're, so we're like a fungus. It was awesome. growing everywhere. And so uh, and uh, I have so I've I've learned this about myself. I have nervous peas when it comes to <laughs> racing. So I ended up peeing about four times before the race, and then we started going, and immediately I'm like, I got to use the restroom again. And so about uh, just over a mile into the race, I was like, I got to, this sucks, but I got to use the restroom. 
So I was I had a good pace going into it, and they had the first line of porta potties. There was maybe like twenty of them, and there was a big line to get to them though. And so I was like, all right, I waited in line. Ended up waiting in line for eight minutes oh, to use that porta potty, and then from that point on, I was good. But that crushed my time. So my first like my first five k was like forty five minutes, which is a horrible time for mm. me. And uh, but so I used the restroom there, and then started running, and then uh, it was it was awesome. It was it was a really good morning. Lots of good people. Lots of good energy out there. A lot of people, you know, really smiling and happy. Um, a lot of awesome characters. They had all the princesses were out. So like I, but I, I ended up not stopping because all the lines for the princesses to take photos were so long. You were you were pretty excited about stopping to take photos this time too. Yeah, I know. But it was like, but I think I think that me having to stop there at the beginning just kind of threw just off that my, momentum. Yeah. If and, it um, if it helps, I have uh, in all seriousness, I have the same thing, uh, but only with tattoos. Like if I hear oh, really? a tattoo gun, I have to pee, really? and I'll have to pee like three times before I start a tattoo, and then I'll have to pause and pee in the middle. It's yeah. like, it, I don't know what it is, but same kind of thing. Yeah, it, like, yeah, it was weird. But even like the marathon, when I ran the marathon, as we were kind of working, because they they have like the, the starting groups, but then in the starting groups, they release like waves. So it'll be, it won't be like all, like all of the starting group. It'll be like, we'll release 200 people and then mm-hmm. wait a couple minutes and 200 more. And as I was waiting for my my group to go for the marathon, the reporta potties off to the side, and someone had just popped the gate, and everyone was running and using them. So I did that, and then I never had to use the restroom during the marathon, which was great. Yeah. Um, but for this one, I'm like, nope. I was like, maybe I can hold it till Magic Kingdom, and then go use one of the actual Magic Kingdom restrooms. And I'm like, no, let me just do it now. This is too distracting. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I'm thinking about it, but. Then if I would have if if I would have known what I know now, hindsight is twenty twenty because it got so hot I was just sweating out everything. I'm sure I would have been fine. Yeah. But uh, anyway, they had amazing face characters everywhere. So like the first one was like Pocahontas. They had, they had like Pocahontas and I think Moana together. Um, they had Mulan. They had all, just all these really really awesome photo you know areas you could take photos and stuff. But I ended up not stopping just because I was like I just want to finish. So I made it. So the Magic Kingdom, the actual Magic Kingdom, was about five miles in. Ran all the way there. Um, as I went into the Ticket and Transportation Center, where the monorails are, um, bumped into the twins and their mom. So Jennifer and Jessica, they were there holding up their signs, which was awesome. Oh, really? The first of three times I saw them. And you got to meet their mom too. Yeah, oh, I've met her before. She's uh, nice. have you? Oh, yeah, that's she's awesome. very very short. Uh, anyway, so ran past them, said hi, and then went into Magic Kingdom. My dad was there, and I, I waved to him. I said, I love you. And he, like, he filmed me as I went by, which is super nice. And then ran through Magic Kingdom, got some good photos. I went, I did I did like one of the heel click photos in front of the the, the castle. Uh-huh. So like that was the one time I, I like lined up to get a photo, and I took a photo in front of the, magic, in front of the, the, the castle, which was great. Ran through, uh, took a whole bunch of other photos, ran past the Grand Floridian, p- past Polynesian. And then about, about that point, I was about two-thirds of the way through, and I was just getting kind of tired. And I actually bumped into Kimmy as I was running through, like, around, like, Polynesian. And I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And she's like, oh, yeah, I saw you. as I, I, She took a photo with Gaston inside of, um, inside of Magic Kingdom. She's like, oh, I saw you. And so we ended up running for a little bit, and I was just like, ah, oh, man, I'm, I'm getting a little tired. So I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk for a little bit. Yeah, I'm just going to yeah. walk for a kilometer. So once in my headphones, because I have a little tracker, once it said, like, yeah, I crossed, like, I think, kilometer 14, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to walk. And so I ended up walking 1K, which is about a little bit more than half a mile. And then um, after that, I ran the whole thing. So I literally, of 21 kilometers of a half marathon, I ran 20. Dang, which is, dude, that's awesome. I'm pretty happy with. Yeah. And not only that, the uh, towards the end, there were a couple overpasses that we had to go up. So there were these big hills. They were like they were they were like not super steep, but they were just really really big. Yeah. And uh, I ended up running up the whole things, uh, both of them. And it was just like, oh wow, okay, I'm pretty happy with myself that I was able to pull that off. And uh, yeah, and so I, I did all that, and then I made it back to. Um, and so uh, I made it back towards Epcot because we went from Epcot to Magic Kingdom back to Epcot. That okay. was that was the route. Um, and then as I was going back to Epcot, uh, over in the bus area where we we ran past, saw the twins again, which was awesome. So uh, they were had their signs out again. I was like, all right, cool. And then ran backstage through uh, Epcot. You know, like went behind the Wonders of Life and or behind a uh, uh, Living Seas and Imagination. Ran out and then ran around Epcot. And as I was running around Epcot, I bumped into Kimmy again. And I was like, oh hey, you know, what? let's run out the last bit. And she's like, okay. So we ended up running the last bit together. So I was like two pass holders crossed. And we took this really awesome photo. We're both kind of like holding our arms out. It was really cute. And then um, then ran through. And then you know, uh, at the very end, I saw. Then I uh, I want to say I saw. The twins again. I saw. I ended up seeing. Oh yeah. Then as we were going towards the finish line, they had like all the stands and stuff. I saw the twins again because they they had their their signs up. But I could easily spot their signs. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was like, Kimmy, you just want to sprint it? She's like, okay. And so we sprinted the last like maybe hundred meters or so. Just like ran as fast as we could. And uh, apparently my dad was in the stands. He, he missed me. He just didn't see me. <laughs> <laughs> like I texted him. I'm like, he's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm done. He's like, oh, I didn't see the car. You. So, uh, but yeah. 
So finished, and then, uh, yeah, and that was it. I got my medal, which is a really nice medal. It's got Mulan on it. Oh, uh, it's see? beautiful. It's got this, it's the spinny one like they had it, uh, you know, the, the last one as well. Really, really pretty medal. It's my second Disney medal. Very, very proud of. Second of how many do you think you'll get in your life? Uh, well, I'm doing the Disney virtual. So the next races. <laughs> you already signed up for the next race, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I did. So the next races are the springtime surprise races, which happen at the end of March. Okay. Uh, it's, it's it's like March 31st through April 2nd, I think is what it is. Okay. Um. So uh, during that weekend, I'm actually going to be in California and in Washington because we're doing Achievement Hunter Live on the West Coast. Oh, yeah. We're doing our tour. But you can do the virtual series. Where you sign up and you just have to run the races on your own time, and they send you the shirts and the medals. Oh, really? So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sign How, up for all of them. So is it like honor system? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sign up for all of them. And uh, what I'm going to do, since there are three races, there's a 5K, a 10K, and then a 10 miler for the springtime series. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm like, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll do all three of them. So I'm running a 5K in Seattle. I'm running a 10K in San Francisco, and I'm running a 10 miler in Los Angeles. Oh, that's while, cool. While I'm out there. So like before each show, I'm going to go run. For that day, so uh, but so I'm doing a 5K somewhere in a park in Seattle, and then I'd like to run the um, the Golden Gate Bridge for my 10K in San Francisco, and then uh, the Hollywood Reservoir, which is up oh, in the mountains. Oh yeah, it's a 3.3 mile loop. So I'm just going to run that three times. Yeah. So um, I'll, but I'll tweet out when I'm going to do it. So if anyone out there, if there's any pass holders, anyone who wants to run with me, I mean, I would love to have company doing it. So if you want to go in, in L.A. and run along with me, if you just want to do a 5K, which is basically one loop, you're welcome to, or 10K or the full 10 miles. So I saw on uh, on social media you mentioned that you were very sore. How, how did your body handle this one versus the first one? This one wasn't nearly as bad as the marathon. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, it was half the distance, right? Yeah, but. yeah. It's, I mean, that being said, I also ran faster. Like, I was, you know, I, I didn't stop moving. Whereas, like, the marathon, I ended up kind of pacing myself sure. towards the end. I was like, a lot of walking. This one, I ran, you know, 20K. And so my legs were a bit more sore afterwards, but I was I was in much better condition after this one. Um, after the race was over, we took the bus back to Epcot, went back to the hotel, and um, took a shower and then kind of laid out for a bit. Didn't have a tub again, so <laughs> I just like laid on the bed and just like let you know let my legs just steam off for a bit. And then, uh, but yeah, then after that, my dad and I well, like we 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 chilled out and then we went to Universal Studios and actually wandered around Universal Studios for a bit. Do you think that uh, had you needed to, you could have run the full marathon? I mean, probably not. I mean, like if, if I was if I knew I was doing a marathon, maybe probably. Yeah. But probably. You, you like you obviously you were running faster at a different pace yeah. and stuff because it was less distance. But I guess I'm asking like, have you kept up enough with your training that you're in as as good of a shape as you were? In oh January? yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. If it, if it's the thing where I was like, if I knew I was going into a marathon, I would have approached it differently. Mm -hmm. Whereas this, I'm like uh, this one. Honestly, I was like, I wonder if I can run the whole thing. I was I was gonna absolutely try to run the whole thing, and then I got to a point. I'm like, you know what? I'm getting pretty sore. Let me cool off a bit and then keep going. So yeah. I, I almost ran the whole thing. Yeah. Um. But for a marathon, I absolutely would not be approaching it like that. It'd be a lot different. What's so. what's after the spring virtual series? Uh, then there's a big break. So they have there are some virtual races throughout the summer, I think. But it's, it's a good thing you asked that because I have some I have some answers here for you. So the next race is going to be uh, the wine and dine after. So this is the virtuals or the uh, the springtime surprise is happening at the end of this month. Um, which are all pretty much full up, like they're they're all sold out. Sometimes spots will open up, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to make it out for that one. The next one in the park is the wine and dine race, which happens in November. Um, so the registration for that opens up on March 22nd, so like in two weeks. So I'm kind of like up in my. I'm debating whether or not I want to go to it. Um, the you, actual race is November fourth through six. You're going to do every race this year, but that one. Well, I mean, you might as well. Com you're a completionist. The, well, the the issue is uh, November fourth through six is the week before Extra Life, and we have our Community oh, Extra Life weekend. Right. And so I don't want to miss the Community Extra Life weekend yeah. and go do a race. So I don't know. I'm debating. I've I've got two weeks to figure it out because yeah. registration opens up March twenty second. So uh, not sure about that. Uh, then uh, don't forget. The uh, uh, let's see here. Oh, so they already had they already announced the next uh, princess races as well, which they're going to be. Uh, I don't, uh, okay, so the 15th anniversary is next year, it's going to be February 23rd through 26th and 2023. It's the um. Let's see. It's the 15th anniversary of the Disney Princess Half Marathon and the 10th anniversary of the Fairy Tale Challenge, which the Fairy Tale Challenge is due to the 10K so, and the Half Marathon. Gotcha. Uh, not the 5K, just the 10K. Just the 10K and yeah. the Half Marathon. Uh, and that is February 23rd through 26th of next year. So, uh, And that goes on sale in June, so like early June, or June 21st, excuse me. 
So I'll probably end up doing that one again. Not a lot of fun with this one. But and have you registered for the full marathon? That uh, goes up in April. Okay. And so yes, and I'm and we're all we're all doing that. You're gonna register for it. Ben's gonna register for the it. full marathon. No, no, no. You just the 5K. I'll ask. This, I say I want you to do the 5K. If you want to do the marathon, you're more than welcome to. But I'm just saying, if you can, you can go run a 5K, right? I got arthritis. You could walk a 5K. I'll do the full marathon if Jeff does the full marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to my spine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Take, take it up with him. No, I, I, just do five k. Five k is fine. Like, there's the five k is not even timed, so like you'll be you'll be okay. We'll finish it. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, you'll get your medal. It'll be your, your first Disney medal. Yeah, that'd be fun. So I I'll, mean, I haven't I haven't run like that since uh, I was forced to do it every day in the army. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is fun though. Run for fun. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what else? I have some more information here. Oh yeah, so um, I've got some times. Uh, so the, again, the first uh, the first ever Princess Half Marathon was February two thousand nine. So it's a lot of fun to come up with this. Uh, the fastest people, the uh, the number one, so the fastest woman who ran it was Georgian Watson. She ran it in an hour and twenty minutes, Ooh. a half marathon in an hour and twenty minutes. Not only that, she ran an hour, 21 minutes, and 34 seconds. That That's less than the wait at half the restaurants in Austin. <laughs> Behind her, Kelly Weman, a W-E-H-M-A-N, Weyman. Uh, so she was right behind behind George Ann. Uh, George Ann ran an hour, 20, 34. Kelly ran an hour, 20, 41. She was seven seconds behind her. Oh, that's that's got to be rough to, uh, to that, run that, a full a full half marathon and see someone seven seconds ahead of you. That seven seconds becomes an eternity in that situation. Uh, that? Yeah, that's brutal. And then Leah Foley came in third for the women's marathon, and she ran it in an hour twenty four twenty eight, so mm. four minutes behind. Uh, and the men's side of things, uh, Brett Milden won the marathon as the, uh, in the men's division. Uh, he ran it in an hour seventeen and six seconds. That is wild. That's pretty fast. Uh, Nate Hausrath uh, ran behind him at a <laughs> Jesus. Okay, he did an hour seventeen and eight seconds. He was two seconds behind him. What did uh, What did Jack Patillo do? Uh, Jack Patillo uh, came in. Uh, uh, let's see here. Of my division, which was forty through I think forty six, one hundred seventy two. I'll take that. Yeah, uh, I ran it in two fifty six sixteen. Dude, that's so, awesome. I, I was aiming for. I, I I was pretty confident I could do it sub three hours. Uh, my goal was two and a half, but then I started thinking about it with water breaks and photos and stuff. I'm like, that's not going to happen. And then also literally take off seven to eight minutes for yeah. that restroom stop. And I would have been sub 250, which easily I'm super happy with. Uh, but yeah, so I yeah, you can tell like my first uh, my first 5K was 44 and a half or 44.53, which I can run a 5K in about 35 minutes easy. So, uh, yeah, the fact I had to stop there at the beginning kind of messed everything up for me. But that's okay. I placed overall uh, 1,273. Uh, let me say, man, you have come a long way since the f- I saw you download the Couch to 2K app or Couch 5K. to 5K app the very first time. <laughs> Like six years ago. Let me correct myself. I actually came in 5,418th place. I got. I oh, got, you weren't 172nd? And my, for what it's worth, uh, no, my gender place yeah. was 1,273. Okay. Yeah. So uh, this is the Princess Marathon. A, a lot more uh, female presenting people sure, sure, running sure. this race. And so it was, it was very, very cool. Lot, the, the amount of love and support in this race was awesome. It made me so happy to That's see fantastic. so many great people running. And like, it was, if you're ever thinking about doing a race like this, uh, the Disney Marathons are awesome. And like, Literally everyone there is so supportive, so nice, so friendly. Absolutely give it a shot if you can. So, um, yeah, I absolutely dug it. And uh, that'll do it for uh, for the, the Disney Princess Half Marathon for another year, at least up until June when I have to register for the next one. So I'm happy adding my uh, my medal to the uh, to my collection, which is really, really cool. This is pretty. It's, I like it. It's got Mulan on it, and it spins around as well. And on the back, it's got the, the, the Magic Kingdom. It's got the castle, Cinderella's Castle with a 50 on it. As well, the world's most magical celebration is going on right now. So, we'll add this to the, uh, the eventually the sets of the annual pass, uh, you know, podcast <laughs> dressing. Absolutely, whatever, whatever we do with it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but uh, it, it was it was a blast. And again, uh, mad props to everyone uh, who supported me throughout the race. Everyone, uh, there was a lot of people cheering, a lot of people spotting me, like "Hey, Jack!" and like waving and stuff. And I didn't get a chance to stop for it. Really Sounds anymore. like more than the marathon. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it feels like it's grown so much so yeah. quickly, which is awesome. And and again, we have this we have this really awesome thing. I never thought of that. This offshoot of these running this running group in the Discord has been so positive and and so welcoming. And if you're even thinking about like maybe I would like to do a 5K someday, join the Discord, jump in the running group, and just in be enveloped with positivity. It's so many people like like hey, I couldn't you know I had a rough day, I couldn't run today. It's like that's okay. Everyone everyone deals yeah. with it. Or people posting their wins where it's like I had my personal record 5K today. And it's like, holy crap, that's amazing. And it's just seeing all this energy and we're all going to be signing up for the marathon next or the, you know, the, the Disney race weekend next year in January. So again, I've said, I'm going to do, I'm going to do all of them. I'm, I'm doing the dopey challenge. So I'm doing the 5k, 10k half and full next year. And so if you want to come out and run along with this, if you want to run the 5k with Jeff and Ben and I, you can do that as well. Uh, if you want to run the marathon with me, sure. Why not? I run at a very slow pace or at least, you know, right now it's a slow pace. Hopefully it'll speed up in a year. Um, but yeah, we'd love to have you. So thank you very much again, everyone who supported me. The twins, you guys are awesome. Love you all so much. Kimmy, Jenny was awesome running with you guys, and then everyone else I bumped into, super cool. And mad props to Winnie the Pooh for the shout-outs before the race. Well, dude, let me just say, uh, I have exactly half the respect and admiration I had for you in January. Congratulations. <laughs> um, oh yeah, real quick. Uh, so uh, after the race is over, went to Universal Studios. Had a blast out there. Went to the. Uh, I, I took my dad. He had never seen the the Born Stuntacular. He loved it. It was awesome. It's very good. It's very it, cool. So so neat. And then we went to the horror makeup show, which I love. The horror makeup show. Was it the same people that when we were there? No, totally no. different. I, okay. I haven't seen a duplicate grouping of people in a long time at the wow. horror makeup show. Um, I will say I have seen someone from the Born Stuntacular at the horror makeup show. <laughs> like one, like one of the directors ended yeah. up being in the horror makeup show, which oh, is kind of cool. cool. That is cool. And uh, again, I'd love to talk to anyone on that show. I love those. The, that, that show is so awesome. If you ever get a chance, if you're at Universal Studios in Florida, go check out the horror makeup show. It's a lot of fun. A little bit, you know. Kind of some intense stuff, you know, some fake blood and stuff. But uh, but if you can check it out, it's it's great. But it's fake. It's fake. Uh, I did uh, I did Men in Black because of course I have to do Absolutely. Men in Black. What's um, your What's your score? Six hundred twenty-five thousand. Okay, respectable. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm still trying to crack nine hundred though. Yeah, if I get that nine nine nine, yeah, I'll, I'll make Dave happy. Dave Cobb. Uh, I, every time I every time I write it, I always text to him like, Hey man, I got close this time. And then, uh, but yeah, we kind of wandered around. There's a new uh, Halloween, or there's a new Universal Monsters shop at the end of Mummy right now. They're refurbing Mummy. It's going to be a few more months before it's back open again. So th they took the gift shop and turned it into like a Universal Monsters thing. So they have like Wolfman and Dracula and like, you know, Bride of Frankenstein all inside of there. It's a really cool shop. Nice. Um, but really, we kind of took it easy. So, you know, it was my dad and, you know, it was like, we're not going to ride any roller coasters. And, you know, it's like, yeah, whatever. It's still still relaxing after it was all over. It's kind of just wandered around. And so had a really good time. Uh, we saw they they had all the all the, the stuff from Shrek was still up the the the, uh, the the construction walls around it. Literally the next day, that night, the night after we left, they took down all the signage, so oh. it's all gone now. So Dang. we were there the last day; it was still up. Dang! And I even thought about it. I was like, wow, this stuff's still up, and literally it was gone the next day. So small world, what a what a what a thing. Well, small, it's a small world still there though. It's a small world still over okay. at Magic Kingdom. If yeah. you want to go ride that, but uh, yeah, and then head back on Monday. So. Oh, that was my weekend trip. But now, uh, thank you again, everyone. But now we're going to get to it where we're getting into the Q&A portion of the show. This is where you ask questions over on roosterteeth.com. If you have a question for us, answer or ask it in the comments, and we'll do our best to answer it. I'll go through, pull down some questions, and then I ask you a question, and you answer it, and then I randomly select someone to send a park map to, an autographed park map. So these are questions from the uh, Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man, the uh, Universal, Universal Islands of Adventure attraction, uh, that episode. The Fraj Mahal says, Jack, I have a question for you. What's worse, the Jimmy Fallon ride or the Fast and Furious ride? <laughs> Love the content. Jimmy yeah. Fallon ride. Really? You, you did, over, what it was you? all blurry. <laughs> you didn't have your 3D glasses on. Um, and it's just so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Fast and Furious ride was bad. Uh, but everybody was having fun with how bad it was. Yeah, right? even the I guess they they've kind of opened even up even the staff. Yeah, it's right? kind of they've realized how campy and how kind of rough it is, and so there's like still like it's yeah, both of them are pretty bad. But there's uh, a lot of things I want to do in my life uh, instead of going to the moon with Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> or not Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy I wouldn't mind going to the Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, yeah, it's to me in my head too. I think about what did they replace, and you know Jimmy Fallon replaced Twister. And and Fast and Furious replaced Earthquake or Disaster, and and the Beetlejuice show. So it's like that's a toss up. See, I, I, mean, I don't have that. In, yeah, in I mean, I, I think Supercharged. I think Fast and Furious to mm -hmm. me. Uh, speaking of which, I watched Fast and Furious Nine on the plane 
<laughs> those movies are so crazy. Is man. that the most recent one? Yeah, you yeah. hadn't seen it yet. No, I hadn't. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna. So I think we're split on that one. Uh, JJ Jesse says, Jack, I hope you know you can get a num num cookie at Hollywood Studios. They're the stand right near One Man's Dream Theater before you get to Toy Story Land. I did not know that. There there are num num cookies in Florida. I was there. I could have gotten a num num cookie. Speaking of my hotel in Vegas, uh, they put us up in the Sahara. Okay. Uh, I, I like that. I like the Sahara. Okay. It went um, from Sahara to SLS and back to back Sahara. Back to Sahara, yeah. It's uh, They had advertised like some sort of Dole Whip cocktail there. Oh, really? I don't drink, so I, I didn't partake, but I did notice the sign, and I was like, oh. You know, Sahara, uh, for a while, had a roller coaster out in front of it, too. Like, oh, really? ran through it. They tore it down once they turned it to the SLS, but mm. now it's uh, maybe they'll put another one up soon. But uh, no, there's, so there's Num Num Cookies in Florida as well. I, actually, too, I must have mentioned it on the episode of Spider-Man because a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, there's, <laughs> they actually exist at Hollywood Studios. So I've, I've walked past them, Jeff, and just didn't even realize it. So mm-hmm. we still got to go and get a Num Num Cookie yes. in, a, in a Disney California adventure. We're going to L.A. pretty soon, so maybe we'll go out there. Theme Park Nerd, which might be the best. That's not my account. That might be the best Rooster Teeth account ever. Can you have an episode talking about and maybe trying to recreate Jack's favorite theme park snacks? That could be fun. Mm. At least talk about theme park snacks. That's something we might do in person. That might be one of those sort of like um, additional videos we put up on the YouTube channel, like me showing you some of my favorite theme park snacks. I love it. Um, I will say off the top of my head real quick, the Mickey Mouse ice cream sandwich. Oh, so good. So good. That's that's the most uh, pervasive one. I guess you can get pretty much anywhere in uh, in Disney World where there's, there's a couple that are kind of specific locations, but the Mickey Mouse ice cream sandwich. Mwah, so well, good. I'm I'm a big fan of uh, of eating ice cream ears. So. <laughs> well, we got plenty of those. Uh, Doom Gal says, "Question: If you were to bring a food item from a movie or a game and put it in a theme park, like how there's butterbeer, what would you bring?" That's a good question. Can you think of anything that you've seen in a video game, like any kind of special treat you've seen in a video game or a movie that you would like to? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I would like to be able to. Uh, <laughs> Like blue milk. What, 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 what? Making myself laugh here. <laughs> uh, I would be able to. I would like to be able to ride a incredibly uh, gut wrenching roller coaster like the Hulk again, or <laughs> Harry Potter and the the twists and terrors of uh, Hogwarts or whatever that was called. Mm-hmm, that's exactly what it's uh, called. And then immediately get off and drink a Phoenix Down potion and feel better. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, replenished. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I was thinking, uh, you know, in Back to the Future Part Two. They have the like the little pizza they put in like the rehydrator and then it yeah. becomes a full pizza. I yeah. want to see that in real life. I want I want you to like go open my little like you know silver dollar sized pizza, throw it in a machine, and it spits out a full size pizza. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Or just eat it as small and it expands in your stomach. <laughs> that might that might be dangerous. So, all right. Well, now this is the portion where we uh, answer something. Are you guys answered the question? The question I had during the Spider Man episode was, what would be a good achievement to get inside of a theme park? So a lot of people, we talked about gamifying mm-hmm. theme parks and stuff. A lot of people pointed out that Disney actually has Play Disney, which is an app you can actually use uh, on, uh, like you can use inside of the theme park and actually do stuff inside of there. Like they they kind of exist already a little bit. Also over at uh, Universal in Japan, the, the Super Mario area, they have like achievements and stuff already tied to the Super Mario Kart like attraction, which yeah. is super, super cool. Um, thank you very much for that. We're going to check them all out. Silver Judas says, I would love to see an achievement for going through every ride in one visit. Just a marathon of running to the next single rider's line. Yeah. Uh, Wolf Life. I know there are a lot of one-day challenges that people already try to do in theme parks, such as four parks in one day, visit every mountain in Walt Disney World, ride every roller coaster in one day. I think it'd be fun to turn those into achievements, but for one that's a little more simple, I would love a first visit achievement. When playing a video game, it's always exciting to get that very first achievement in a game. I feel a first visit achievement would yeah. do the same press thing. press play. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, you know, you get those buttons when you go to some of the parks. Uh, Ikapok, I-K-A-P-O-C, uh, be nice to a cast member. <laughs> it's a heck of an there achievement, absolutely. Yeah. Quentin LF, finding all the hidden Mickeys or other Easter eggs in a park in one day. That would be pretty much impossible. There yeah. are so many things there. Nuck, uh, Nuck E. Lavi Gaming, Nuka Levy Gaming. This one's a hard one. Lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. And one day watch Festival of Lion King, ride Winnie the Pooh, and find a tiger in Epcot. There are pictures of them in Japan. And oh. finally take a selfie outside the Chinese theater. Love it. 
So there you go. I like that. Lions, tigers, bears. Oh, my. Uh, Quack Neptune. Do they still have that print, uh, Phineas and Ferb scavenger hunt thing in Epcot? They do not, unfortunately. Getting through that is an achievement in itself. My family and I tried it once. And I remember it being a bit difficult, but it also added nothing at all to our enjoyment of the park. <laughs> <laughs> so at least Maybe getting that's an why achievement they don't have it for anymore. it would be something. P.S. I love seeing Jack and Jeff in work from home videos just to see all the pets constantly roaming in the background. Oh, man. And Cooper always getting in the way. You had some issue with that last time we, <laughs> we recorded from home. Jai. Jind Asuki. Nailed it. Uh, I want to learn the theme park equivalent of Lasso. Maybe something like Ride Every Ride using the standard queue while eating one snack from every stand along the way and different specific poses for every ride photo. I like yeah, that. and not vomiting. Yeah, I like the idea of that. And last uh, last but not least, our winner that I randomly selected, you will get a theme park map. We'll reach out to you soon. Rhymes with Dead says, sometimes there have to be annoying achievements, so how about something called Waiting is My Job that is unlocked by waiting in line for rides eight plus hours in a single day? I like that. Yeah. I like that Those are lot. good. That's a good one. So there you go. Congratulations to Rhymes with Dead. Uh, you are a winner. Now, this week's question I have for you this week, it's going to be themed around this episode. What would you want to see if we did a Rooster Teeth 5K? Like, what would you like to see? Like, you know, a Disney theme 5K, or like you see like characters and stuff. If there was a Rooster Teeth 5K or an annual pass 5K, what would you want to see on it? What do you want to see like Jeff and I standing there? You take photos with us. You want to see cutouts. What do you want to run through something? What do you want to run through a set? What would you want to see in a Rooster Teeth 5K? Do you have, you have an idea? Uh, I mean, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was more for the audience, though. Uh, I didn't know you were going to call on me. Well, yeah, I, was uh, I, mean, I, I, would, I would imagine you'd want to like... Like uh, uh, I would want it to be Blood Gulch themed. Oh, that'd be I cool. Guess. Like a run through the canyon, like run around, run around, yeah, the bases, run around the bases. That'd be pretty cool. Like, take a put the porta potties by the weird tree. And, yeah, <laughs> that'd be fun. See, nice. Yeah, so, East, you could have Easter eggs like find the skull while you're running. Oh, yeah, 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 that'd be kind of cool, cool stuff. The uh, the Everest 5K they're doing in Springtime Surprise. There's a, there's a scavenger hunt associated with it, which is kind of neat. So that's pretty cool. But anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Annual Pass. Thank you very much again. Thank you, everyone who supports the show. Um, you guys buying the lanyards with the pins is awesome. The starter kit is great. Go grab one of those right now. Store.roosterteeth.com. Grab a shirt as well because the more shirts we sell, the more we can you know we can come up with. We got a bunch of really cool ideas. We're doing more themed around specific kind of locations. Those and Epcot ones up now. Don't forget, and I can I can personally attest, an Annual Pass T-shirt is. It puts you on the highway to high fives. <laughs> That's right. If you do see someone wearing annual pass merchandise, make sure to high five. Yeah. If you want to take a photo of you high fiving and, and send it to us at annual underscore pass on Twitter or Instagram, we'd love to see that as well. You can email us to annual pass at roosterteeth.com. If you uh, may, may have something we want to hear about, we'd love to hear from you. But uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Jeff, you got anything you learned today? Uh, I learned that I learned so much stuff, Jack. I only my only lament is that there's not enough time to go over. It. I know, I know. We got we got to run we got to run today. But thank you very much. Oh, you see what I did there? Run today. Uh, I, I did. Yeah. Thank you very much again, everyone, for listening. All you pass holders. I'll see you over the Discord channel. Sign up. Link in the description. And we will talk to you next time. Stay safe. Keep running. And I love you very much. Bye. Bye. Bye.